from Los Angeles, California. This is the Rider Strike Chronicles podcast, and I'm Tanya Barnes. Hello, everybody. Today is Thursday, December 27th, 2007, day 52 of the Rider Strike. In today's episode, we continue our coverage of the scene of the crime picketing event, where writers from over 35 crime dramas and police television series came together for contract justice in front of the AMPTP headquarters in Encino, California. Featured in this podcast is James Hurley, who is on the WGA staff and whom I met on the picket lines at Universal Studios a few weeks back. Also featured is writer-producer Mark Goffman from Law & Order SVU. Then later, I speak with director-producer John Baring and actor Rob Morrow from the CBS hit show Numbers. We'll begin with James Hurley. Will you talk? Hey, what's going on? Can you talk? I may have to run away at some moment, but yes, I'm happy to talk right now. What the hell is going on here? We are picketing, doing an informational picket at the AMPTP today, a uh-huh. uh, demonstration against the people who refuse to negotiate with us. All right. I thought there was supposed to be no signs. I'm seeing lots of We can't have signs that say strike on them. Why not? Because they are not a direct employer, and we might get a secondary boycott violation and incur some kind of legal action, but we can still exercise our First Amendment rights and get our message out there. That's why we have signs like, we're at the table, where are you? <laughs> The AMPTP cutoff negotiations is another sign I see out here. And then people are carrying signs that have the WGA logo and the show that they represent. Right on. How's it going today? Where, where are we at in negotiations? They still are refusing to bargain with us. We are ready. We have a counterproposal. Oh, you do? Yes. We are ready to sit down. Last night at the member meeting, the chief negotiator committed to sitting down Christmas Eve, if that's when they want to meet. New Year's Eve, if that's when they want to meet. We are ready to meet and we have a counterproposal. And they are shutting down work in this town and putting lots of good people out of business and out of work at, in the holidays. Right, I read on the AP this morning that the AMPTP was pointing fingers at you guys. Uh, they're what? That the AMPTP was pointing fingers at you guys saying that you guys are... I mean, that's a very that's a very common tactic to say it's the other side, but you know, they are not at the table. We are. Is that counteroffer anywhere on the internet I can find? Or is it? Uh, no, I don't think it's available to the general public uh, as part of bargaining. You know, we generally don't release everything. So. Okay, anything you want to knock out as we wrap this up? Uh, that today uh, was originally instigated by the writers of crime dramas, and today a majority of the people that you see out here write things like CSI Miami or uh, Law & Order and things like that. This is Mark Goffman. He was actually one of the uh, member organizers uh, of today's events. Uh, and Mark writes on SVU, right? Mark, will you talk to me? Will you talk to me at all on an independent podcast? Okay. Can you just state who you are and what you're doing here? My name is Mark Goffman. I'm a supervising producer on Law and Order SVU. Okay. And why are we here today? We're here to um, walk in front of the AMPTP because they walked out on us while we want to continue negotiating. Okay. How's it going this morning? It's fantastic. We have an incredible turnout here considering the rain. Yeah. Um, we have the guys from Reno 911. We have a number of stars from our shows who continue to you know walk shoulder to shoulder with us. And we have a, a really big crowd. I can't even count how many people are here so far. Yeah, you're jamming up in Turner Boulevard. It's awesome. <laughs> and I, as you can hear from the honking too, it's like every time people honk, it's support. Yeah, okay. So 
just anything you want to say as you knock this out? <laughs> uh, I just want to say we, we want to get back to work. There's nothing more than I love than writing, and I work on a fantastic show. Um, I'm lucky enough to have a job that I, I love, and I want to get back to work like nothing else, but we can't until we negotiate a fair contract. That was Mark Goffman from Law & Order SVU. Coming up, I speak with the number's director and producer, John Baring, who then introduces me to one of the stars of the show, actor Rob Morrow. This is Rob Morrow. He's the star of our show, Numbers. Okay, ha hey. He's been more... Okay, I've been doing an independent podcast, and it's daily. Well, Rob would be someone that people would be interested in hearing. Okay. What's this? It's an independent podcast. I'm trying to tell the story from the bottom up. Um, I'm really just a nobody. I'm not any media affiliation. You're nobody. Well, you know what no, I mean. No, you're not. No, but you know what I'm you're saying. Somebody. You're a friend of my friend Damon's, first of all. There you go. That establishes you as a somebody. That's right. It's not a self-esteem thing. It's just, you know, just trying to let you know that I'm not affiliated with anything. Okay. All right. Who are you? I know you. Rob Morrow. Mr. Morrow, why are we here today? Uh, well, we're here to kind of nudge the uh, AMTP, AMMT, whatever it is, on to uh, some kind of progress in negotiations. Where is it at today? Uh, it's completely stagnating. Nothing's happening, except that there's some movement in independent producers starting to talk about making deals with the WGA separate from the, uh, their umbrella organization, which uh, is hopeful. What's your take on that? I think it's a good move. I think it's going to prompt uh, others to have to kind of, you know, in a business competitive sense, to have to negotiate, so I'm surprised how petty the whole thing has become, and juvenile, and and, uh, and pointless aspects of it, and, and harmful to so many individuals. I'm surprised at the kind of the cruelty and the mean-spiritedness of it all. Can you cite some examples? Well, I mean, the people that run these companies are people that you know, kids go to schools with my kids, and you know, with other kids in the business, and they, uh, you know, they. I don't see how they can hold their head up, and because what's being asked for is so small, it's so incremental, and you know to not allow the people that create the content to participate in a small piece of the profits after the fact is just is short-sighted. It's you know they're hastening their own demise, as my friend said, uh, who runs my show, Ken Senzel. It's like dinosaurs. They're like dinosaurs watching the meteors, you know. It's like the record industry, and it's a sad thing. I mean, uh, I mean, unless there's so much more that I don't see and I'm not aware of, it just seems self-destructive and um, and ultimately not not um, smart business. It just seems like they're doing it all of us in. How could they do it better? Give the writers a piece of it. Give everyone a little piece of it. Let everyone who's involved make a little bit of the profits and still make tons of money on the back end and, and uh, allow the media to, to become what it wants to be. It seems like the, you know, with the... What does the media want to be? What is the future? It seems like that with the internet, more people have access to the means and therefore more people are going to participate in the revenue streams. And the people that are smart are going to be the ones that kind of get it and make that their business model or allow that model to come to, to be implemented once it's uh, once it's clearly established what it should be. I 
believe the business model is more for independent artists and producers to create their own content and own their own content. What do you think? There was a big thing in the LA Times yesterday, and uh, I know a lot of people I know on this line are talking about negotiations they're having with independent cash, you know, hedge fund money and all that to, to do their own thing, you know, and, and cut out the studios and the networks. And that, in exactly in the way that record people, Madonna and, you know, those people are doing it, their own thing now, uh, Radiohead. Seems like that's what we're going to do. And, uh, you know, I mean, I, I those companies will find a way to make money somehow, but they're going to lose out on a lot of potential. Parting shots. I just hope it ends soon, and, uh, and I wish cooler heads would prevail. Thank you very much. You have been listening to the Rider Strike Chronicles podcast. For more information, visit our blog at wgastrike2007.blogspot.com. 